You're listening to the Communicate with Confidence podcast with me, your host, Luke Maxwell. This podcast is dedicated to helping you build confidence, increase your communication skills, and journey with me in the relentless pursuit of what you want most in life. In this episode number 75, I am showing my speech ending, how I crafted it. I'm going to dissect it, and we're going to go through how to end with power, how to influence, how to motivate, and how to close strong. This works for any kind of talk, anytime, anywhere, anytime you're speaking, you're going to want to use these tips to close strong. People remember how you make them feel, and if you end weak, then your speech, the entire speech, will end up being weak. The ending is extremely important, and this is what we're here to dissect today. You might, you, if you haven't already, you should also listen slash watch, because this is going to be up on YouTube, and it is more effective if you watch this, if you really want to learn. Um, I reacted to my speech beginning, my intro, last month, I believe, and definitely go check that out. The link will be in the description or in the show notes at communicatewithconfidencepodcast.com. But without further ado, let's watch this. This is my best talk I've ever given. This is the best ending I've ever had to a talk ever. And unfortunately, all I have is this extremely low quality, um, you know, just phone videotape of this ve- of the ending. And that's all I have of this talk. Unfortunately, I wish I had filmed this. But let's get into how I built this And how I constructed this. And for that, we're actually going to look at another talk that I gave. And so now, because I don't have the rest of that talk, I'm going to show you a different talk that I gave. That was just, I mean, it it was good, too. It was great. Um, It was a great crowd. Um, It wasn't, it didn't have the same energy just because there was like 500 people crammed in a a theater only made for 300. Um, But this is, I filmed this whole talk. And this is one of my most recent ones that kind of showcase how... I end my speech with power. Let's watch it. Spend my life making the world a better place. I know that I will never stop following my mission. Now I know. I know. And see, this is my transition into my ending. So you'll see this is that also this camera placement is terrible. Um, it's just me. I just set up my camera and I let it go. Um, this is my transition is now I know. So here's everything, my story, my information, all of this. Boom. But now I know this. And this is my transition to my ending. I don't know why I put all of that in the darkness. So I can be here today with you to start rules. And here is it. See how it's transitioning into my call to action. Now I know why I'm here. I'm here to do this with you. And here's what I want you to do.
And so here, before I go into the story, um, I mean, a couple things. First off is that I am, you notice my energy here. I don't stop. Like it, it's just, it's just, uh, uh, before I would give long pauses, I'd let them think. Now is not a time to let them think. You, if you let them think, like I think, and it depends. I, I, I adjust it differently depending on the audience, depending on how I'm feeling, depending, you know, if I'm testing something out, I'll pause at a different point. I'll probably pause at the end of the story I'm about to tell or before and after the story I tell to let it really sink in. But this is a time that I just push and push and push. And then you might have noticed what I said is that uh, because this is around, and by the way, if you guys don't know, <laughs> this is my talk about mental health, my story um, of depression, suicide. And this is um, me encouraging them to take action in their own lives and their own mental health and help those um, in need. You notice what I said is that I didn't I didn't say, you know, I want you, I want you to, you know, join my mission and become just as passionate as I am about this. No. What I said is you don't need to spend your entire life around this. But what you can do is small actions. And this is the key part of a call to action is that you want them to be able to do something right away. You might have a bigger call to action. You know, something that is major, something that is huge that you want them to do. It could be a buy, right? If you're trying to sell something, it could be, you know, something else. But you want there to be something that they can do today. And you want it to be beneficial for them. You don't want it to be all for you. You want it to be beneficial to them. You want you want to make sure that you're giving them something to do that they can do, like, either right now or um, right after your talk. And so you notice that what I did is I say you small things, you know, I gave concrete examples, you know, smiling at someone today, making sure giving someone a hug when they're when they need it. And then to back up that and I'll go into more, I'll go into more after the story, I back it up with a story. And now a story is a great way to show how important this call to action is. And you'll see why it's a very intense story, by the way. Um, it's it, it, and you'll see when we get into it, but it's a very intense story that showcases the value of small actions. The story So a couple things. Um, one, I don't know if you notice it, and it's small, uh, but it's it's a small thing that can set you apart from other public speakers. Is that when I'm telling the story, they know the ending, like they know what I'm what I'm setting it up for. I'm not gonna surprise them. I'm not gonna be like I'm not gonna pause and wait, and they're gonna be like, "What's going on? What's gonna happen? What? What? If someone smiles at me, what? What?" They know what the answer is, like, and if they don't, then it, it it's obvious to them once they hear it. So instead of like setting up for a surprise and me like, boom, what I'm doing is I'm I'm just teasing it a little bit for that payoff, and instead of pausing, right, and then springing the surprise upon them, what I'm doing is I'm, I repeat what I said earlier. The key point is that if one person smiles, I look around. If one person smiles. I will not jump. And you notice, like I say it quick, like it's not, I'm not saying it like I got you, I surprised you. 
I'm, and then that's the payoff. And then all of a sudden they're like, I was right. Like I knew this would happen. And that sides them with me. It relates us emotionally. It just, it's such a great setup. And I really love the way it came about. And this is really, it wasn't like a plan. It's just, it's just seeing what works and subconsciously just adjusting and trying new things. And then when you, you get into a rhythm, when you find what works and you just keep doing it over and over and over again, honing your crafts. I've given this speech by this time, like 70 times, <laughs> probably and maybe like 50. I think 50 is a conservative estimate. Um, and so I've just honed that. And that's a story I actually recently added, probably in the last like 10 times I gave that speech. Um, when was this? This was earlier this year, 2018. It was something I added um, because I realized the importance of having a story in my call to action. I'm going to get to the end. I might even actually just let me back it up a little bit because um, I want to kind of replay that. Um, I want you to notice that I, I'm i targeting my audience very carefully. I don't do this with parents. What I do do this is with teens because for so long, teenagers feel like they don't have a choice, that no one trusts them with anything, that they can't actually make an impact, that everyone's telling them, no, just go to school, you'll be fine, like you you can't do anything right now. It's kind of the message and either subconsciously or consciously that they're receiving, like directly or indirectly. And what I'm doing is I'm giving them a choice, I'm giving them the power and saying, look, you have the opportunity to make this um, a reality. You have, the, you have this and then I... I believe, unless I didn't, I'm pretty sure I tell another quick story to back this up. Um, I can't remember if I did it in this exact speech or not. I went through a couple speeches trying to find the best one to really showcase for this episode. Um, it, I'm giving them the choice. and giving them the power saying, look, you can do this. Here, you have this choice. I'm giving it to you. You decide what to do with it. You have it, – it's you. It's your life. You live your life. And then that's just another message, right, hitting my target audience and saying you feel like you've been – you feel like you don't have a choice in any matters. You feel like you don't have a voice. I'm giving you this. You have this and you have the opportunity to make this change. And then also you'll, – you'll, I'll, I'll rewind so you can hear it again. I started off – if you didn't listen to my last um, – the last episode where I went over my intro, I – I start off my talk by saying, look around. Look around at the people in front of you, the people in back of you. And that's when I go into statistics and say one in four people or one in four of your teenagers, teenagers, the people that you just looked at, one in four are depressed. And one in 12 have attempted suicide or will attempt suicide. And that's why I'm bringing the reality to them. And now I'm repeating that same phrase. Um, it's one of the best and easiest ways to create an effective call, um, ending. This is past the call to action. Now we're into the end zone, right? We're in the end game. Uh, it's it's a very easy way to make this effective is calling back and then bringing it to payoff. So it's bringing what you said, a phrase, a word, an idea that you said in the beginning, and then bringing it around to the end, creating the circle of a speech. A speech shouldn't just be a line. It should be a circle. It should all connect. The introduction should pay off in the in the outro, in the conclusion. I always use different words to describe it. So this is the way that I bring it. I bring it. I remind them because they forgot. Like by this time, they forgot about what I said in the introduction. But by reminding them, I'm cementing the idea in even further. 
So let's watch. Okay, just I'm gonna pause just because I wanna I wanna clarify something. So the project I started is called You Can't Be Erased, in case you didn't already know that. Um before teen mental health. I mean I probably should have prefaced this all beforehand, but I assume that many of you, you know, are listening and keep listening. And I forget that like maybe you're a first time listener. In fact, well, like welcome. Um and if you don't know anything about me, then I started a mental health project called You Can't Be Erased. And the idea is that you can't be erased just like a pencil, that your life is indelible, you leave a mark. And this is such, and and you see how I'm leading up to this. So uh, I was talking about choices, right? You have a choice to impact someone. I told a story about an, a small action that impacted. And then I'm re reaffirming that with a more concrete language, with a language that they can visualize, that they can feel, is that you leave an indelible mark on every single person you interact with. It can be big, it can be small, it can be positive, it can be negative. But where you don't have a choice in that, you leave a mark. Now, But the choice is that you... That you have your choice is what that mark is, and so that's you know that's that's wrapping it up. It's paying off. Everything's leading up to the finale. Um, everything is cementing the language is cementing it further and further. I'm creating you know stories to just wrap you up emotionally. I'm hitting every single part of your psyche, <laughs> every part of your brain right now is being. Uh, um, uh, pleasantly assaulted, I guess, is, I don't know, that sounds really bad. Um, what I'm doing is I am surrounding your brain with every influential piece of psychology that I know um, in order to influence the audience towards a positive action. Remember, we're not about, you know, <laughs> manipulating people for our own gain. It's about influencing people to a positive action. And that's what all of this is doing right here. See, I'm motioning for questions, so I have time for questions, and we did. And I have a whole other episode play. I mean, a lot of episodes. I mean, there's so many things I want to go over when it comes to q and I've already done an episode on it, and I want to bring in real-world examples for this. I um, just want to kind of go through some things. I didn't – I don't know. It must have been earlier. I mu it must have been earlier before this. I, 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 I was trying to choose how much of this to actually show because – you can start the introduction, just end it when the introduction's over. But with the conclusion, it melds so well with the ending, um, is that it's hard to find a place to start. So there's another story that I do tell sometimes. I guess maybe I was running a long time. I don't. I don't remember the exact reasons, but sometimes I have to cut stuff out on the fly, or I feel it's not right with the audience, or maybe I, maybe I said it early in the talk. I'd have to comb through the entire thing to to find out. But typically, uh, my normal quote unquote talk will go. 
you know, I have my third main point and then I lead that into like, and now I know, now I know why I'm here, blah, 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 blah. And I'll rephrase my th- uh, three main points. I think I did it earlier. This talk, I think, was a little weird. I don't know why. Uh, it, it, it's for it's flowing a little bit differently. Maybe I was trying something out. Maybe it was just time constraints. That was probably it, honestly. I think I was just running low. I thought I was running low on time because uh, I wanted to get a lot of question and answer in. Um, and typically it'll go like that. You know, I'll rephrase my three main points and then say, you have the choice. You have to make your change. Here's what you need to do. Oh, I remember now. This talk, they wouldn't let me tell them to go on their phones and follow me on on social media so typically what i'll do this is why this is why okay i remembering now so usually what i'll do is i will say look i now i have an action and at the beginning i'll say and there's one action you could take that'll possibly save a life today and i'm like and then i'm like you don't believe me stick around and find out you know something (laughs) that's a little corny i say it differently and at the end, what I'll do is I will say, you remember, I said, one, there's one action you could take that could possibly save a life today. And I say, I want you to pull out your phones and search You Can't Be Erased on whatever social media app you have and hit follow. And here's why. And then I have a story that I tell about someone who liked my page on Facebook. Their friend saw that they liked the page somehow, like they somehow just saw it in their feed. They went to my page. They saw my story. They ended up reaching out to me, saying that they were depressed and suicidal. I connected them some resources and told them to talk to their parents, and now they're getting help. Like that is such an amazing story to have. And so that's what I say. It's like, look, I'm not just trying to get followers here. This actually has real world consequences. These small actions can possibly save lives. And this happened to me. This is real. And this happens all the time because it's true. It does. Someone shares a video and it, and it, it's, it brings about light to someone's issue. Like there's such great things that social media has done for me and for the people that I reach. And so I have this story and I, and I tell it and then I'll go into small actions, you know, even just a smile that I'll tell the story about the man and I'll say, you have the opportunity to make this change. You have the opportunity to help someone Then I have another story that I tell um, about a girl who helped her friend who was cutting and helped her stop cutting just by being a friend and being supportive and being there for her. And so I have these very um, extreme stories, so to speak that showcase what is possible with these various small actions that I'm asking you to do. And they not only benefit me, but they benefit all of you as well. And they benefit them far more than they benefit me. Um, you know, following on social media compared to them, you know, reaching out and talking with a friend. Like, it's it benefits their life so much more than it does mine. And that's why it works. Of course, you have to have, you have to set it up, right? You have to, you have to make sure that throughout the whole speech, you're showing your goodwill and why you're there for them. Um, otherwise, that kind of call to action just seems like a, you're, you're trying to gain attention in social media followers. And so that's kind of the flow. And then I'll end, you know, with that line is that you're indelible, you're amazing, you're beautiful people, and that you can't be erased. And in fact, uh, a speech that I I was going to, the original speech I was going to show, but it didn't work out right just because of the way it was filmed and the audience um, and just the stage, everything about that speech that I was going to show was (laughs) uncomfortable. Um, I it's a group of all guys at all guy high school. And I, I literally tell him like, look, turn to your brother right now and tell him that he is beautiful. And then on the video, <laughs> you can see the other guy. I'll think I'll just like flare up, up, up here uh, on screen. Uh, Cause I'd have to find it and like show it. 
whatever um is that the guy he turns back to his friend and says yeah, man you're so hot like it's it's a great way to engage you on to lighten the mood a little bit because it's very intense all the way through well i mean not all the way through i lighten the mood periodically throughout but it is a very intense subject. And so, you know, lighten the mood, giving them hope, filling them with motivation. It's like, go out there and get, I'm giving them a, a go out, right? Go out and like preach to the nation type of thing uh, is that, you know, go out there and, and tell, go home and tell your, you know, your your siblings or your friends like, that they're beautiful, they're amazing, they can't be erased. And for parents, it's a lot easier because I'll literally say, because usually it happens at night. And I'll say, go home right now. I want you to hug your kids and tell them that they're beautiful, that you love them, and they can't be erased. And that can't be erased it solidifies or reminds them what my organization is and what my website is and what my social media is. That it also has a, it has a strong call to action that you can't be erased. It's something unique. It's not cliche, and it leads off very strong. So with that, it's already been – this has already been quite a, on the longer side of an episode. So I'm going to end it there. There's so much more that I want to show from my speeches because they're just interesting things that happen. And even in this video, there's so many small things that just happen that I want to decode. If you're interested in learning how to do this yourself, I have a speech that now is 80% off. You go to LukeDMaxwell.com slash course, and it's right there um, for the holiday season, for New Year's, 80% off. I'm really happy with this course, and I hope that you find it as beneficial as possible so you can get this position where you're speaking to, I don't know, what is this, like 400 kids because they're on e each side of me, and sharing your story and your passions and influencing the action. And, of course, there's a, we did a Q&A afterwards, which was really, really powerful. So that is possible. You can do this too. Um, I know because I've helped people – we have no experience in speaking. I've helped them actually accomplish this. So this has been this episode of the Communicate with Confidence podcast. You can find show notes more at communicatewithconfidencepodcast.com. I look forward to seeing you next time. Do what you love and remember to always stay on the positive side of things. Mm -hmm.